0: Today, we speak with Alex Yao from Grant Thornton about joining AGA as a young professional and how this has been beneficial to him in his career in government accountability. Alex, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Paul. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. So we want to talk today about uh, the Young Professionals program. You started off as a young professional and the kind of just... Tell folks about that, and you know your career, and you know just how AGA has uh, kind of benefited you so far. Um, so why don't we start off with give us a little bit of background, and you know uh, what you're doing. When did you start? What kind of work are you doing?
1: Yeah, so I I graduated uh, Grant Thornton in 2015, okay. and then I started at uh, I started at Grant Thornton and uh, got right into the government work. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I I don't think I really Decided on going to the government, but uh, I was just placed there, and I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, soon after joining Grant Thornton, I uh, joined AGA um, at a little bit of a pushing from one of my mentors in sure. yeah. in Grant Thornton, and uh, I've liked it ever since. I've ne- had great networking. Mm-hmm. I've uh, gotten to meet a lot of new people and then also it's been very helpful on my job Um, I do risk advisory services for Grant Thornton so I do a lot of internal controls risk management um, Mm -hmm. some financial management business process improvement in there as well so uh, getting uh, the advice and the CPEs really uh, helped me learn and grow a lot
0: right so what uh, what kind of clients do you work with it's all government clients
1: yeah all government clients so I started on uh, CBP and now I'm on National Science Foundation
0: Oh, okay. And so you said internal controls or risk risk kind of work, or...
1: Yeah, so currently at National Science Foundation, I'm doing their A123 work over there.
0: Okay, good. So, yeah, and I know, I mean, obviously AGA tries to keep folks abreast of all the, you know, the goings-on, the, you know, the latest legislation and, you know, uh, circulars and things that come out. Um, have, you, uh, have you had a chance to get much training through AGA as well, or, you know... Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, um... I've gone to the National Leadership Training and the PDT. Um, I I try to go every year, so um, first it was firm-sponsored, and then now it's uh, for the NLT, I I volunteer. So that's also a very easy way to get Um, free CPEs and a free training is volunteering at the event and offering your services they put you to work a little bit but it's it's definitely worth it (laughs) well that's good yeah you gotta do some work yeah
0: so yeah let's go back to that so what other kind of um, activities have you done with AGA so you volunteer for some of the conferences
1: I'm also on the uh, AGA DC chapters board so I run their uh, social media platforms there and I'm going to be uh, the webmaster next year Um,
0: that's that's funny because you know Back, I don't know, 15 years ago, whenever it was for me, I you know, somebody said, hey, you should join the board. And I was like, the board? I'm a board member now? <laughs> this, this, this sounds kind of exciting. So, but it's, it's not that hard to get on the board. I mean, you know, it's, if you want to volunteer and you're, you know, enthusiastic, most boards will take you on if you have space, right?
1: Yeah, there's always places yeah. on committees, there's always more uh, more, st- more work to do, so uh, yeah. please volunteer. It's a fun time as well. You get to really uh, interact and uh, meet a lot of people, great people, and mm-hmm. um, expand your network that way.
0: Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I started on the board, I think I was a, we used to call it early careers, young professionals, same thing, so that was my <laughs> position. And what I liked about that is they basically said, hey, here's a budget you know go do some happy hours and some networking events and training and you know it was kind of a nice responsibility for you know a young guy to kind of go out there and and do this stuff you know i just thought yeah. it, it was i was surprised that you know how much responsibility gave me pretty quick so you know i'm, I'm guessing you you'll want to stay on the boards and maybe switch positions every couple years right yeah
1: exactly so i've done yeah. the uh social media board uh for a couple years now so now i'm mm-hmm. switching over to the webmaster so i'll be yeah. uh helping to send out the emails and everything um okay. i think the social media position was a good stepping stone to yeah. more responsibilities because mm-hmm. um yeah i kind of got placed there because they're like oh you're a millennial you'll, right, right. You'll, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll you've got the social media thing down and i was like okay yeah I, c- <laughs> I can do this
0: yeah and i think you know as you progress you, you can help out with things uh like getting Speakers for events and you know all kinds of different positions. I mean, I think AGA is very you know They they like to bring you up and mentor you on up and you know Have you kind of move move ahead on your you know on your job side, but also on the on the volunteer side for what we do here, right? so um, Well, let me ask you too. uh, So I heard you had helped out with uh, one of the CFO surveys Could you tell us a little bit about what you did
1: there? Yeah. So the AGA, um, they have a CFO survey that typically gets released in the fall, winter time, and uh, I pretty much helped uh, organize interviews and also, um, so what the survey is, we do an online survey, which um, had only been going for a year before, so I I kind of uh, got a process going and set that up, and then I organized interviews for the partners at my firm to go meet these CFOs, gather Mm -hmm. the information, and... um, kind of made notes for everyone so that they could write their sections of the CFO survey. Okay. Um, we also hold breakfasts with all of the CFOs, so that's right in DC's and I really those were really cool. Yeah. Um I really enjoyed those. It was pretty much a round table where we had twenty CFOs in the room just talking mm-hmm. about the the uh the biggest issues they're having, what they see on the horizon, uh what's what's coming
0: up. Right. So, um, so yeah, it's pretty uh, impressive. I mean, it's kind of hard to get in front of a CFO when you're just starting off <laughs> in a job like that. Um, I mean, what things have you learned from you know being part of these uh, discussions or the breakfasts or you know what, what kind? Of, what have you kind of learned from these folks?
1: Yeah, quite honestly, um, when I first started doing the breakfasts, I was, um, I'm, I still am just a note taker, but I was listening and. Quite honestly, a lot of the things just went over my head. I was like, oh, what's that, what's that? But I took good notes, and then I was able to come back and kind of do some research on my own. And then Mm -hmm. the year after, I really kind of understood what they were talking about with the Data Act, the Mm -hmm. OMB circulars, A123, and all that stuff. And it really gave me a lot of insight Mm -hmm. into um, how many different balls these CFOs are juggling Mm -hmm. and how many different issues they are. And um, it gave me kind of a... um, viewpoint into where I fit in in the grander scheme of things, and I enjoyed that a lot.
0: Yeah, and also, I mean, also on your company side, I mean, it sounds like you're interacting with a lot of partners and senior folks there, too. Again, that's kind of rare when you're first starting off, so, I mean, what have you you learned from that as well, you know?
1: Yeah, so, quite honestly, the reason why I got so involved in AGA is because Grant Thornton um, is a big sponsor of AGA, and there's a lot of uh, senior people involved, so it was Mm -hmm. uh, very good for my career to... To get involved and uh, get to know all these senior-level people, and mm-hmm. the more that I volunteered, the more that I worked, the more excited they were about me being a part of AGA, and I've I've seen that as a very effective tool for um, different uh, chapters to hmm. grow their their base. Is that just having the senior people encourage uh their their team members to join AGA and talk to them about mm-hmm. the benefits of AGA um really brings them on board and even if it's just to uh get to know their uh their boss a little bit better people people join and uh eventually they'll they, they may join for the wrong reasons but they stay for the right reasons they <laughs> okay. stay to uh for the networking they stay for the uh the CPEs that mm-hmm. AGA provides
0: okay yeah absolutely um so actually I, I believe you you said you're a CPA correct? Yes, I'm a so, CPA. That's good. So um I think we talked I mean before about the CGFM, uh, you know, it's something you're at least considering, you know, in the future perhaps?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely considering the CGFM. Um I'm seeing that pop up more and more as opportunities come my way saying, "Oh, it would CGFM is preferred." So mm-hmm. it's definitely on my radar and as I decide to get another certification, I'm going to look into it more.
0: Yeah, good. So, yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, you know, um, I mean, you took the CPA. That's a pretty tough test, obviously. <laughs> um, I mean, have you looked at any of the CGFM prep or anything yet, or is it too early, or haven't quite gotten to some of the subject matter?
1: Uh, right now, it's a little bit uh, too early, early for me. Okay. Um, I, I got my CPA about two and a half years ago, and um, after I graduated George Mason, I actually did the summer accelerated program, and okay. that, uh, that burned me out a little bit, so I'm <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> a little test-taking shy right test. now. <laughs> I understand
0: that. No, I think you'll find as, you know, as you go along your career, you know, it may it'll make sense to, to look at other certifications and it's just a good credentials to see when people look at your resume or clients or whoever it may be, it's very important to, you know, show your expertise. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um 'cause actually yeah, I'm going back to the CPA, C G F M thing, I mean, I think for everybody CPA is absolutely fundamental. I, I encourage everybody to get if you're an accountant, you really should try to get that. Um so but what I noticed when I started government work is hey, this CPA stuff is great, but this federal stuff is a little different. You know, the accounting, there's a lot of things that are different here. I mean, what, what have you found so far? Has your CPA knowledge translated to government or what's, you know, what's
1: Definitely different? the basics of the CPA um, right. translate to government. But there's a very small section mm-hmm. of the CPA dedicated to the government. And I maybe got three questions. Yeah, on and it's usually state and local
0: governments too. I mean, local, yeah. yeah, small government accounting. Um yeah. Yeah, so I mean, all the budgeting and federal and, I mean, a one twenty three. That's not on the test, you know. <laughs> things like that. I mean, it, it, that's again. I think that's why the CGFM. is a nice complement to CPA for sure because it, you know, brings all these federal specific things mm-hmm. that you're not going to see. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a whole face sav versus FASB, right? <laughs> so obviously, there's some differences. Um. So tell me a little bit more about um, you know, you know, what 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 benefits have you gained from AGA? I mean, as far as um, you know, networking, I mean, you know, what, what, how has that gone so far for you?
1: The, the networking has been uh, very well. So I, whenever I go to the luncheons, I meet new people and especially the trainings, um, I meet new people. And then um, I would definitely say, go for the trainings, the CPEs, but the real networking happens afterwards. So mm-hmm. don't, don't just call it a day after You you get your learning in, um, go out, be social with the happy hours and stuff. You never know the people that you might meet and uh, get a chance to know. Um, And if you're really interested in growing your network and getting involved in the AGA, I highly recommend volunteering. Mm -hmm. Um, Volunteering, you really get to meet the most people, and it's almost like... uh, I don't want to say forced interaction, but you you are you are forced to kind of interact with people, and that's just a conversation starter. You you right. have something, you have the same grounds, you're volunteering or getting something done, and eventually you just ease into getting to know the person, and mm-hmm. um, conversation flows easily after that.
0: Right. Yeah, I know a lot of accountants aren't the most extroverted people, too. <laughs> so I think it helps with your social skills. I would say a little bit, you know, just to get to talking to people and yeah, get comfortable with that. Um, so, yeah, and it's something I found with, with the networking, too. I mean, it's just amazing. Um, before I had joined AGA, I was pretty much in my own little world. You know, it was just basically I worked with my, uh, my agency, and those people I knew. But all of a sudden now I know all these people from other companies, other you know government agencies, and, you know, making friends with folks, too. It's not just, you know, professional stuff. I mean, you start making friends, and then they know people, they introduce you to other people, and it's just your network just blows up in my opinion, especially after whatever 15 years I've been doing it, you know, it's my Rolodex is getting huge here. Or my iPhone contacts are getting huge. So I think that's great. So, you know, I think that'll help you out a lot as well as you're going forward. So, um, so yeah, I was curious to, um, you know, what, what do you see as your, uh, your longer term goals? Are you, what career wise, where are you, what are you interested in doing as you move forward?
1: Career wise? Um, I want to definitely stay in the uh, financial management, risk advisory services space, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to pick up some data analytics skills with uh, Tableau, Excel. Um, I'm hoping in the future that I'm going to be able to get my hands on some robotic process automation (laughs) or something cool like that, but I definitely need to develop those skills. As I'm an accountant by trade, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm slowly picking up those skills, and I kind of want to be that fork in the road where... Um, I understand the accounting processes and the business process behind everything, right. but I have that analytic knowledge where I can do data analysis, visualizations, and mm-hmm. that type of stuff.
0: Well, I'm curious on that because you know, honestly, that's the things that are kind of everybody's talking about right now: the robotics, yeah. uh, you know, more visualization, using the data, you know, actually analyzing it for, for something instead of just creating a financial statement, right? Yeah. Um, would you so you you actually studied accounting, or did you do any information systems? work in school as well
1: I actually studied accounting but okay. a lot of my uh, internships involved a lot of Excel and uh, access based uh, mm-hmm. um, skills That's so right. mm-hmm. I, I, I picked up those skills as well
0: but then how about you know things like the Tableau and the visual tools and where did you pick that knowledge up
1: Tableau um, Grant Thornton introduced that to me when we first started out and um, I was lucky enough on my first engagement they were interested in analyzing their internal controls with Tableau. So I was able to get some hands on knowledge, but um Tableau has a great website where they have in Mm -hmm. they have videos, pretty much just five, ten minute segments that you watch and you can pick up these skills really quickly. Um honestly uh I would say a lot of being good at Excel, being good at access Tableau is Um, being willing to do the research Mm, Uh, being able to Google there's a lot of forums out there for both Excel and Access so that you can uh, figure it out on your own and then eventually Mm. as you Google this stuff and you may have to copy and paste a little bit but um, you eventually learn how to do complex if then statements Mm. or run VBA script and it's uh, it's very beneficial for your your future
0: okay yeah actually that leads me to you know I'm curious how, how do you like to learn new things is it mostly kind of the self you know by yourself go out and watch a video or read something online or you know formal training sessions I mean kind of what's 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 the best for you you know
1: I guess when I start out I like a formal training session just so I can see kind of the breadth of everything and um I quite honestly I I don't really like the basic uh formal training sessions I like the formal training sessions that really just kind of Speed through everything and just show you all the different capabilities, and then from there I can I can look into it myself. Like, oh, that capability I can see uh, Mm -hmm. I can see a use for that, and I I can uh, really uh, just discover stuff on my own. But I find it helpful that I have a project or something that I'm working on to to uh, apply the knowledge to. Otherwise, I don't really retain it. Right,
0: exactly. No, and I think that's important. I mean, some of the skills for folks coming out of school these days—it's not, you know, just the hardcore accounting and the debits and the credits. That's you gotta know that. But I mean, I think it's things like this that are going to be much more important going forward, and then you know, as things evolve and move forward, right? So, I mean, again, like, what would you, what would you say to folks that are you know coming up now? You know, what, what, how would you recommend they ha- get the right skills they're going to need for the future? You know, I mean, just looking into these things and being, you know kind of take your own initiative to learn about these tools and things or
1: yeah, I would say you you have to take your own initiative, but also you you have to be very aware of what's going on in your office. So there there, you know, there has yeah. to be a need for what you're doing. So interacting with your leadership and just even just listening into some of their conversations on what what they're planning for to do with for the future. Like if you're interested in getting into automation, you um sometimes it can be hard if you just want to start automating things yourself. You definitely need um mm-hmm. leadership buy-in. So yeah. by listening and um, hearing, oh, I'm I'm having a struggle with this tool here. It takes forever for me to run a report. That might be a time where you can show your leadership. Hey, um, I'm interested in automation. I have mm-hmm. this skill set, and I can I can try and help improve that report for you, and maybe we can make this easier. Right. And that's how you can really start developing your skills, and also you'll you'll uh, look good to your uh, your your leadership and your boss by helping them solve a problem that they've been uh, dealing with.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, again, I think it's something that kind of the older generation folks you know, kind of see these new tools and they're kind of scared of them. And they're like, I know my Excel. That's what I'm good at. I'm not going to play with this Tableau thing or whatever it is. <laughs> so we need people to kind of encourage us to, to, to get to know it and explain things to us. And I mean, because these, you find these things relatively easy to use. It's not rocket science necessarily. I mean, once you're in there or yeah, you, know, you pick it up pretty quick
1: as you uh, start to get used to these programs, you start to see that they're all very similar. So yeah. oh, okay. yeah. once I learned Tableau, I was able to jump around from like Power BI to Click. Huh. These are all different data visualization uh-huh. softwares. Um, and I was able to just jump around, and there's some slight differences, but they're all uh, very similar.
0: Kind of similar yeah. yeah. idea behind it. Okay, well, that's good. So I guess kind of to, one more question I had for you is, you know, what would you say to somebody, uh, you know, say one of your peers that's not a member you know, should they join AGA? They're on the fence. You know, is it worth it? I mean, what would you say to them? You know, what 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 benefits would they get from joining?
1: I would say uh, the benefits are definitely growing your network and getting to know a lot of different people outside of uh, who you normally interact with. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's always a good thing to get involved in the community. And if you have a passion for something, really follow that passion, volunteer, help grow, grow uh, not only your career, but the profession itself and the profession will give back to you in a lot more ways than you can think of. So uh, really get out there, get to know people and learn as much as you can.
0: Great. Well, I appreciate you joining the podcast today and uh, good luck in in your future. And sounds like you're on the right track. Great. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. Well, that's our show. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, you can find other podcasts on our website, agacgfm.org and until next time this is Paul Marshall signing off on Accountability Talks with AGA